SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. You guys know that means I am joined by my friendo, Casey Bubba, at BDNTrick on the Twitter. Casey, what is going on? Not much, my friend. Just another beautiful week in the books. And we got uh, only four playoff games this weekend, which really stinks because six was awesome. But it uh, should be some really, really good football, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, six was awesome, but my back started to hurt because I was sitting in this chair for so long watching these games. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm glad I'm glad we're peeling one off of each day. So yeah. I'm moving well, you know, a little bit more. You Between know. podcasting and typing in these computers all day, I've half debated getting like a standing desk. Like yeah, yeah, you know, I Bob really Harris have. Does that? Uh, yeah, but Bob Harris has a standing desk, and I was actually pricing them out yesterday, like yeah. because you can get little uh, like um, you yeah, know extensions or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they go Costco up. Had one. I saw one at Costco today, and I was sitting there going, you know, I might be able to use something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to do that. I also want one of those, like, uh, you know, l- the ball chair because that helps yes. you kind of, you know, well, that's your core because we have a yeah. big core, so it really yeah, helps with yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lord knows we need it. So yes, yeah, lots uh, of it. <laughs> absolutely. So I don't know. Uh, maybe sitting in that thing for six to seven years will help out a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. We're we're not. Uh, we're not beyond help, but the the Rockets might be. My Rockets yeah. might be, Bubba. And uh, James Harden flipped. Uh, we'll keep talking about it on, on the other side of the break, but just your quick assessment of the James Harden trade. Yeah, like I'm not as big of a basketball guy, obviously, as I used to be. But when I saw the trade go down and how many first-round picks they got for James Harden, that was the first shocker to me. Second off, I wanted to double-check that the Nets only get to play with one basketball. Because Kyrie, Durant, <laughs> Harden, you want to talk about divas, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I get the one basketball thing, but that's what everybody said when KD went to Golden State. And Okay, uh, okay well, let's just do one basketball between out. Harden and Irving. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Irving has to show back up, so we'll see. True. Maybe the, we'll the, see the, the, the earth will be round and he'll come back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we are going to take a break, uh, but stick with us. It's in this league on the sports grid. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And I'll tell you what, that dang old in this league. Talk about www.w.com. You made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah.
Welcome back, everybody. It's In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. We're also on the Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sirius XM, uh, I, I'm assuming, in some spots as well. So uh, we are all over the place. Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, and I am joined, I, Scott Bogman, at Bogman Sports on the Twitter. I'm joined by Casey Bubba. At BDentric is where you can find Bubba. And Bubba, tell us where we can find all of the stuff you do and what you do. Yeah, again, Twitter, at BDentric, you'll get it all there. But I have a little bit of everything. I have uh, my season-long fantasy rankings at Fantasy Sports Degens. I have my Benched with Bubba podcast, which is my staple show. Um, we just got done with positional previews. We've got more coming up there. I have uh, season-long and DFS b- baseball and DFS football content at rotoballer.com. I'm a part of the Fantasy Black Book, which is out and doing big boy things. I did the first base and third base previews. Um, there's all kinds of goodies coming up. So just uh, follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick, and I'll tweet you all the madness there. I also cover golf uh, with the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. I got to plug it because golf is important. Peeling the focus right. on golf. <laughs> right. A lot of people come to, to ITL for golf, yeah, of course. Exactly. So. Eventually they will. I will convert somebody in the army. Uh, yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. There's definitely a crossover. I mean, uh, th- there's uh, a lot of golf going on, and I know I'm completely wasted, and people get mad when I say that because I live in Arizona, and Arizona is such a great golf oh, state. Golf mecca, if I want to retire in Scottsdale. Right, right, exactly, <laughs> and I don't give a crap about golf. It makes people so mad, but uh, hey, you know, the people in Scottsdale should appreciate me. I'm not out there clogging it up anymore. They're there you go. Guys. So, yep. uh, you know, but uh, we were talking about James Harden before the break here. Uh, he gets flipped to Brooklyn from my Rockets. The Rockets get uh, four first round picks back. They get four uh, pick, uh, you know, uh, unfiltered pick swaps. They get uh, Victor Oladipo, um, Dante Exum, and Rodonis Karukas uh, all in this trade. Indy, uh, Indiana gets uh, Karis LeVert from the Nets and a second round pick from Houston. And then Jared Allen and Tayshawn Prince go to the Cavs. I didn't have to look it up. I've read it so many times. I know it by heart at this point. I think the Nets got a second round pick back somewhere in there as well. But um, that is the um, laid out trade. The Rockets played on uh, Wednesday night or Thursday night, excuse me, and won a close one against San Antonio. I think there's a lot of heart in this uh, in this Rockets team. But let, let's talk about the Nets first. Uh, they bumped up Bubba. And now they are the second highest odds to win the finals behind the Lakers. They're plus 300. The Lakers are plus 260. Do you think that this team is going to be good enough? Should Irving come back to just coast into the finals? I could see the argument on paper, but I'm not going to say so. The Bucks are still a darn good basketball team. Like they're blowing teams out almost on the nightly. Like we haven't really seen a full Bucks game consistently because they're just crushing people right now. So I wouldn't knock on them. You got some other teams that are playing pretty well. Um, the Heat, once they get healthy, don't forget what they did last year. I got a good basketball team. I just I have I'm very concerned still with yeah. um, Harden and Irving, assuming Irving comes back, them all getting along. Because what worked well for the Nets already was Durant and Irving were okay together, but Durant did his thing. You had Levert coming off the bench. You had like a good little rotation going there that I think just got messed with pretty good. Yeah, it definitely got messed with. I mean, Lavert is huge going to Indiana. So. Yeah, well, I was at first the initial trade was Lavert going to Houston, and I'm thinking, okay, Houston got all those draft picks and got Lavert. Like that's huge. Like you can yeah. start rebuilding. You have Wood still there in Houston. You got some other pieces like John Wall. I know he's always hurt, but he's there. Like there's pieces there. You throw Lavert in the mix, they they're not going to compete, obviously, but at least it makes them competitive 
for yeah. a little bit why why they get their draft picks. But Oladipo's great and all when he's on the court. So now you have Wall and Oladipo who can't stay healthy. So right. that, that's fun. But imagine if they both do stay healthy. That's actually an interesting team. Right, right. And and Oladipo, I I you know, I was asked about this uh t- tonight on my stream and it was uh it, it was pretty interesting you know seeing Oladipo go to Houston it's kind of a tryout for Houston and for Oladipo because he's a free agent after this year so it's it's an audition for him to potentially try to gel with the guys that they got in Houston if he wants to stay i know he wanted it out of indiana for whatever reason and uh so he gets a chance to try to gel there and if that doesn't work Houston could flip him before the deadline and get another pick back and if uh they want to try to ride it out and re-sign him, they can do that as well uh, if he wants to stay in Houston. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm a little wary on if he's going to be able to to come back to what he was, before, you know, pre-injury. But uh, he's still a pretty good player. So yeah, um, well, and, and the, the the Pacers were doing every they weren't letting him do back to backs, but um, when he, they were letting him go, you know, 25 to 30 minutes here the last week or so, he's looked better. Like he's looked pretty <laughs> yeah. good. But yeah, they're not going to stretch him out. There's a lot of concerns, like you said. So that that's curious. Um, I have a question for you. And um, for those that don't know us well enough, we like to laugh and make bad jokes off the air to each other. So um, I was wondering if you happen to see Vernon Maxwell's tweet to uh, James Harden. No, I didn't see Vernon Maxwell. Yeah. I can't imagine. So this and this is the, and it was PG because it was tweeted. But it was, um, you know, usually when you leave town, you you take out a, a article in the newspaper thanking people. Yes. So he said James Harden should take out an eight-page advertisement in the newspaper thanking all the strippers in the Houston area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that joke was all over NBA memes. They were like, uh, uh, look, look at uh, it, it was there's some girl doing a TikTok dance crying. Yeah. And it said all the strippers in Houston with James Harden leaving, you know. And uh, then there was the NBA meme joke of uh, every strip club in the greater Houston area is going to hang his jersey in the rafters, you know, and, and all that good stuff. Well, so the, big, the biggest winners of the trade, the New, the New York strippers. Yeah, um, the, the, the Welsh, the Welsh and I's favorite uh, meme has been the one that says the new big three. And it's a picture of Kevin Durant oh, yes. and Mark Henry in a Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets uniform and then Brooklyn. just an empty picture. Right. So good. For Kyrie. Uh, that yeah. that is amazing. So yeah, the, Mark, uh, the Mark Henry one started with the Houston, right? When he showed up, you know, extra large, right? And, right. You know, it fits perfect because he actually wore that Brooklyn outfit, I think, at one point for WWE. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you couldn't make this up. Oh man, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I hate the way it ended because uh, the, the more I think about it, the the more I just dislike Harden, you know. And, and well, I dislike how he, I dislike how he dictated it. Right. Yeah. And that was right. You signed the contract, man. Like, come on. I, I was also saying, you know, like we I didn't know before this offseason that Harden was getting the control that he got. Like mm-hmm. he asked for Dwight. He got him. He asked for D'Antoni. Got him. He wanted CP3. Got him. Wanted Westy instead of CP3. Got him. Uh, You know, wanted Westy gone. He was gone. They gave him too much control. And knowing that he he was the guy kind of at the helm of that and not changing stuff when it wasn't working, it makes me mad. It makes me mad at, at ownership and Daryl Morey letting him have that much control. And then it makes me mad that um, he's going he's gonna to do all of these moves that he wants and then leave town uh, when none of it works and not try to stay to fix it. So, uh, But, you know, whatever. Good riddance. You know? do, you think, do you think there's any truth in the, the rumors that Boogie was ready to box him in the locker room? 
no. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think anyone needs rumors to say that Boogie is ready Boogie, to fight Boogie them. Would, Boogie would He'll fight anybody. Own, he'd beat up his own shadow if he could. Right. Exactly. But yeah. but I mean, you you heard what the guy said uh, the the night that Harden said uh, this this situation's crazy. I don't think it can be fixed, and got up and walked off. You know, uh, Boogie that night said, "I my interest in coming to Houston was to play with John Wall." Period. And then he said, oh. "He said you, yeah." He said, "You can tell that uh, the disrespect didn't start when him saying that we're not good enough. The disrespect started in uh, the you know before the season started when he didn't get in shape, when he didn't come into camp to to learn uh, from a new coach, when he didn't come to see his new teammates. That's when the disrespect started. And look." Boogie says all kinds of crazy stuff and he's always getting into foul trouble or, you know, got, got him and, uh, Markeith got tossed the other night, uh, because they, they were fighting and, uh, Morris got tossed first and then cousins went, you know, about a minute after that for second tech, you know, that's just what, what he does. He's an enforcer, but his, his words ring true in, in that sentiment. And the other guys are trying to be nicer. John wall was saying, you know, uh, when, when one guy doesn't buy in, we can't win. Christian Wood pretty much echoed that, but Cousins, Cousins will give you the, the quote. So, uh, but but we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, national championship game. I want to get Bubba's thoughts on that, and then Urban Meyer to the Jaguars. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this in this league on the Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Chris Well said you were coming. What else did he say? He said you were the best in the parsec. Scott Bogman, former Imperial Sharpshooter. That's not saying much. It wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. Please excuse his lack of decorum. In this league. This is the way. Stop touching things. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the sports grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. If you would, please check out the In This League Patreon, patreon.com slash army where we've got all kinds of good stuff for you. The Welsh has all of his minor league rankings, his dynasty rankings, his redraft rankings, all up there for baseball. Uh, I'm starting to dive in on the college football prospects for the NFL draft. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, group me rooms in there, secret shows, all kinds of goodies. If you would, please check it out. And uh, Bubba, the national title game was played on Monday. Uh, we saw one of the most dominant performances in a title game ever when uh, Devontae Smith in one half set the reception record and almost had the receiving record. He did break the touchdown record uh, with his third touchdown in that game. But uh, this was all in a half. They could not cover him. They didn't seem to respect him. They weren't changing it. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of watching the Steelers versus the Patriots in the AFC Championship. I thought you were going to say the Browns, but okay. No, no, I wasn't, you you jerk. And um, <laughs> uh, almost lost $100 there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it, it reminded me of, you know, Chris Hogan. We are getting down to, oh, yeah. you know, when he caught 15 passes against Pittsburgh and they just wouldn't change uh, the, the coverage. And I had to hear all about how, uh, 
Chris Hogan played lacrosse and had a lacrosse scholarship and all that crap. And then, you know, right after that, then Julian Edelman, I have to hear about how Julian Edelman is, uh, you know, uh, take took Jerry Rice's daughter to the prom and all that stuff because he's caught every pass against the Steelers. It reminded me of one of those games, but you just don't usually see that in that level of a stage of a championship. Usually the, the good teams are filtered out by then. And Ohio State just could not keep up with Smith at all. So what was your thoughts on uh, Alabama? And a lot of people saying this is the best Alabama team. Do you agree with that? That's that's tough. Like I, it was very very good. I'm not going to say it, it could be the best, but you know you're talking about some elite teams uh, from a long time. Was that 22 now for them or something like that? That's a lot of national championships. Yeah. So um, it, it's hard to say it, but they were darn good. There's no hiding that. And Smith was just an absolute monster. Like we saw it against Notre Dame, and they only scored 31 points. But he was doing the same thing versus them. He was torching them. But then you go to Ohio State, a team that, that usually prides itself on pretty decent defense. And they had no answer, nothing. Like you think maybe second half adjustments? No, nothing. It was it was pretty wild to see, and um, it was just a well-rounded Alabama performance. It was domination, which I don't mind seeing. I mentioned last week, I was rooting for Alabama. Love seeing Ohio State lose. Doesn't break my heart. <laughs> so um, that was that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing to see there on a Monday night. Yeah, um, I and I tell you what, it made me excited watching this offense, knowing that Sark is coming over to Texas yep. uh, next year. So. Uh, you know, I was texting with my guy, Nick Allen, who I do the CFP winning Ed show with. And, uh, he was like, man, this offense looks pretty good. Hey, Scott. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I I think every play makes me more and more excited about, uh, the, the potential with Sark. So, um, make sure he stays off sixth street. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, apparently, you know, uh, well, I don't want to get into that. There's some other stuff with him as well. So did you see that, that they're, um, the rumors to that uh, the special teams coach for Alabama, who's really, really good, is supposed to be coming over with Sark to do special teams, assistant coach, head coach, and one other position, uh, maybe uh, tight ends or something. Yeah. So that Steelers fans a really big get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of my Alabama guys, Will Hall, biggest Alabama fan I know. I mean, uh, you know, there we got a new Alabama fan in today in the ITL Army, in the group me rooms and stuff. And uh, they're like, oh, great, there's three. And another guy was like, how are there only three of you? And you make so much noise. And I'm like, that's Will. You know, Will, that's, Will, a, that's Alabama. Will's that Roll Tide Bama fan. You know what I mean? And he said uh, get, getting the special teams coordinator was really big just as far as recruiting goes in Texas. Yeah. This guy recruits Texas very, very well for Alabama. So I'm definitely excited uh, about it. It was, a, it was a complete ass kicking. And I did not see that coming. I thought Ohio State was going to put up at least a little bit of a fight, and they did for half of the first quarter, but after that, it was pretty much over. But uh, speaking of Ohio State, Urban Meyer is uh, moving on from his desk job at Fox, which I thought he was pretty good at, to be honest with you. Um, I I thought he was pretty solid at that job. Uh, you know, A lot of the guys said he's so good at it because he brings the same intensity for head coaching as he does to, you know, talking about college football news and uh and that's nice but he cited health reasons for why he left ohio state uh it's been pretty well chronicled um throughout uh the last few years that he has been offered many many jobs and decided not to take them because of his uh health problems but um now i guess jacksonville was the right fit i know he got offered the texas job for sure 
and, and maybe maybe that's just too stressful, you know, is especially if you know you're gonna cite health problems and all that stuff. But what what I guess is your initial thought of Urban Meyer heading to Jacksonville? And they got the first pick, he's gonna get Lawrence and all that stuff. Well, there, there's a bunch of reactions. First, I kind of chuckled because you know it's Jacksonville, and is there anybody that can actually fix Jacksonville? I don't know. But um, and then I started thinking, okay, he leaves Ohio State because the health problems. Well, in theory, coaching in the NFL should be a little lighter work because you're not recruiting all the time. You're not doing all that extra t- uh, stuff that Urban Meyer's doing. So that could help a little bit. He's going to get Trevor Lawrence, who he recruited to come to Ohio State when he was there, and uh, he decided to go to Clemson. It- it's a good fit. It should help. But uh, there's a lot more things that Jacksonville needs than Urban Meyer. But it's definitely a good start. I'll say that much. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Like, uh, I know... Um... I know it's weird because the guy, he's never coached in the NFL once he's never been a position coach or anything. So it's going to be, it's going to be a big learning curve, even in Jacksonville. And if you're not successful there, how much do you tarnish your, you know, the, the people, the people in Florida that already love you, how much does that hurt? Like, that's why if I'm Scott Frost, I'm nervous about coaching at Nebraska. Right. Like, yeah. If you sink UCF and everybody hates you there, all right. Well, I mean, my main people are in Nebraska. I could go somewhere else and and start anew. But you know, you're loved in Nebraska, and you know they've not played well for a couple seasons now. Are they gonna? Is he gonna make them fire him eventually? You know what I mean? So uh, there's a little bit of that. I mean, obviously, it's different going from Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville might be the the least pressure NFL team that there is. Yeah. You know, um, he's going to let probably Urban do pretty much whatever he wants. So that's going to be a big plus. Um, it's just it's just curious because you see all these coaches come from college and outside of like Pete Carroll, it's been pretty rough. Like it's so right. It's going it's to the ones they get full control. Like he's probably going to get. It's going to make things really interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun to to see down there. I mean, you know, because it's going to be it's going to be a party. It's going to oh, be yeah. Urban Meyer. <laughs> Yep, uh, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. It's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting, and it's gonna be must Tim Tebow, TV. Tim Tebow come back and be a quarterback coach. Ooh, why would you want Tim Tebow coaching your quarterbacks? Him and Urban. Him and Urban. Yeah, I mean, I I would not put it past him to uh, give him some kind of job. Yeah, to to give Full him back. something. What's that? Fullbacks coach. Yeah, yeah, it's a fullbacks coach. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, I I. Look, as a Steeler fan, I can't sit here and talk crap about uh, Tim Tebow. The one playoff one he had was against. I mean, it really it wasn't just Demarius Thomas smoking Ike Taylor at the end of his career. So uh, really, really wasn't, you know, even as great. Great throw by Tebow. What am I saying? Anyway, (laughs) um, Robert Sala hired as the Jets new coach. And this is. It's an interesting hire. Uh, first of all, we all thought Sala was going to go to Detroit. That was kind of the foregone conclusion. Uh, a lot of Michigan ties there. Uh, they're looking for a head coach. He had a couple interviews and all that stuff. So a bit surprising to see Sala take a different job. What do you? What are your initial thoughts of Sala going to the Jets? I think it's genius. He's going to get paid well, and you can only go up from Adam Gase. Yeah. So like literally, you go there, you can't be any worse than Adam Gase was. And it's simple. He's a defensive coach. So he's going to run that defense. He's not going to screw up Darnold and company. He's going to bring a guy in to make that work. And if it doesn't, it won't be on him. So there's that to think about. Um, or they go and draft fields or something. 
that's a whole other debate that I think is a really oh, interesting yeah. one because Darnold's still so young. He's been messed with for a while. It's like, do you really give up already from that? That's it's it's that's a tricky one. That's a really tricky one, and the Jets will find a way to screw that up. So, um, <laughs> but I I am looking forward to Sala there. I think it's a great move. Um, I have some good buddies of mine that are diehard Niners fans out here, and they're already kind of crying about it. Like they knew he was leaving, but like now that's happened. It's like when you knew the the girl's leaving you, and then you see her with the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Dude, I saw they promoted uh, D'Amico Ryan's to D.C., and I was like, oh, my God. I remember watching that guy play college, get drafted, play in the NFL, and now he's a D.C. I mean, you know. That's how old we're uh, getting, Boggs. Yeah, but but I mean, like, Leftwich is at least well older than, than D'Amico sure. Ryan's, right? And, and Leftwich is the guy that I remember doing all that stuff, too. So, I mean, there's plenty of guys that have done that. I just, uh, yeah, get, getting a little long in the tooth, we are for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I don't know. It, you know, you have to, as far as the Jets go, you have to decide if you think Justin Fields is a franchise level quarterback that is going to be a, you know, Deshaun Watson or you know, uh, anyone that that anchors their team. If, if you think he that that's what he's going to be, that's going to be your Aaron Rodgers. You got to take that guy. But anything less than that, you have to take Sewell, in my opinion. If you don't think uh, whoever that quarterback is is going to, uh, you know, be on your franchise for the next twenty years, or, or if he lasts that long, be on your franchise for the next twenty years, um, then don't take him and take the tackle because that, I mean, that's going to be a decade of a blindside blocker for whoever your quarterback is. So, uh, but we'll see how that pans out when we come back. We'll be taking a look back at uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. That is terrible, and I don't want to talk about it. Uh, and then we'll be looking forward to the divisional round. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. Because who could be scared of it? In this league. Yeah, just this nice bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hello, man. In this league. I've just moved in. My Do wife has got better kiss me. I'm having a heart attack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> having a heart attack. You're not having an heart attack. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on Twitter at Sports. I am joined by Casey Bubba at BDNTrick on the Twitter machine. And uh, last week was okay. Welsh did better than us, uh, Bubba. So we really got to step up. It wasn't okay. Right, right. So we got to step it up. He was 4-2 and against the spread. I was 2-4. and You were 3-3. and I was 4-2 and on over-unders. So was Welsh. You were one high. So as one uh, four and one, I pushed get it right. It wasn't one and five. I pushed the Bills game. Pushed the Bills game. Well, if it got to 51 points, that's over. Uh, really well, we had five, 51 on my sheet. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. My loss. So, uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, that it wasn't good. So, but, but what was, what was your thought seeing, um, Buffalo beat Indy. Indy played him close, though. 
Indy missed a few field goals and a, a couple turnovers. Uh, Indy could have, should have probably won that football game. It's it's uh, it was almost a year two in a row for Josh Allen not being able to close out a playoff game. He took that long sack late, almost fumbled it. Like there was flashbacks of Houston all over the place. It was good to see though. It was good to see Bills Mafia in the stands. It was good to see Bills Mafia breaking tables again. Um, <laughs> it, felt, it felt like it was right in the world. I don't know if you saw on Twitter someone put their. Uh, infant through a cake table as it's I, uh, I did you guys are nuts absolutely crazy but um it was good to see it was really good to see Stefan Diggs still beasted out Josh Allen ran for over 100 threw for like some 200 or something those guys are just awesome when they're clicking so yeah really good win for them how about uh the Rams over the Seahawks 30 to 20 um I did not expect this and and Wolford started that game and I thought uh I was like oh that is not good that really means golf is not going to play. And then he got hurt, had to be taken to the hospital. Goff steps up and wins this game. I mean, he looked good. Donald got hurt, um, and the Seahawks win the division but go down. So kind of a surprising outcome in my opinion. Yeah, that the biggest thing is that Rams defense has been huge. Like the last month or so, Donald, before he left injured, was just beasting out. He was up. He was, he was cooking on Russ. Like it was bad. So, uh, you know, the Rams are doing it with the running game. Akers went off playing defense. See if that carries over to Lambo this weekend, though. How about uh, Tampa Bay 31 over Washington 23? Uh, a little closer than we expected, but uh, Brady pulls it out. Brady pulls it out, but uh, Washington, you got to give him respect. Especially, was it? I'm going to mispronounce it. Heineke? Heineke? Heineke. Yeah. Heineke, <laughs> he was awesome. Um, I was at the in laws. I was watching it on mute or on my phone. No, um, I He's he played awesome. I like, played really really well. Probably got himself a little bit of money next year as a backup potentially. Yeah. But uh, and you gotta give him credit. Chase Young was great. Like they busted their rear end for a team that really should not have been there. But uh, Tampa got it done. But now they they can't play like that this weekend. Uh, who's your early favorite for the NFC East next year? Doug Peterson got fired. By the way, we didn't even talk about that. Well, Adam Gates is rumored to be taking that job. No, no. That was the rumor that I saw right uh, earlier I, today. I just I can't believe any franchise. I don't believe it either. But man, if that happens, I just I'd want out of field. I'd go. I'd go James Harden if I was on that team. <laughs> now it starts to make sense, right? Yeah, right. It all makes sense when that happens. But um, the favorite, I'm going to go back to the Cowboys because I have a feeling Dak comes back. And when Dak was there, that that offense was fierce, and I don't see many people off on them i'll go cowboys yeah i i think as it stands right now i think dak's going back and i would absolutely take them but washington's going to be strong and you know legit and that running game's good yeah yeah exactly so they've got they've got good pieces to build on for sure how about baltimore uh on the road against tennessee winning 20 to 13 a lot of ugliness in this a lot of stomping on logos and that kind of stuff uh what do you think of uh, the ravens taking that game I guess the most impressive part was, you know, Lamar did his thing, but they shut Henry down. And yeah. obviously it sounds simple, but not many teams have been able to do it. He shut him down and makes it real interesting. And uh, the Ravens started the year playing bad defense. They've clicked over the last month or so. I was I was surprised by that. I, I like Tennessee to, if not win that game, at least like a field goal, late field goal or something. But Baltimore is pretty much in control after being down 7 nothing early. And the Saints take down the Bears 21-9. Nickelodeon game was, I think, maybe the most exciting thing about this boring ass game. But uh, Javon Wims dropped the easy touchdown, and you could just you. It's like you saw the air go out of the Bears when that happened. Yeah, like the two most interesting things about the game are three: the slime zone that was exciting, 
Um, you saw the Anthony Miller go just full dum-dum and get tossed, and then the the Bears scored a touchdown late, didn't kick the extra point to cover. So um, those are about the three most interesting things in the game because the rest of the game was dog, dog boring. Yeah, did you see the guy screaming at his TV? Uh, yes. It's like, how can you not kick the extra point? You have to kick it. Yeah, that gamble one. within your means. Gamble within your means. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cleveland forty-eight over Pittsburgh thirty-seven. Great game, absolutely great game. I don't know if you caught it, Box, but it was a great football game. Uh, Baker Mayfield looks like an MVP. And um, no, I'm just kidding. It it was. Uh, I, I thought the Browns had a chance, or at least could make it close. I didn't think they'd actually win. And I bottom twenty-eight points in the first quarter. But then, you know, by the end of the third quarter, I'm literally having a conversation going, the Browns are going to do this, aren't they? They're going to go full Falcons. You don't go full Falcons. They almost did. But, uh, yeah, it's over. And there's some uh, telling pictures at the end of that game with Pouncey and Ben and stuff that makes you really think about the future. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, it was shocking to me, obviously. But uh, I I don't know. I I could kind of – like from the first snap, I was like, "Oh God!" And yeah, when they get the, the one of those games, you're like, "Yep, this is not good." Yeah, and I know no Browns fans or anyone or or most teams aren't going to feel sympathy for me, but uh, I'm not used to the two year layoff of the playoffs, and then waiting two years to watch that crap after you know the last time the, they lost was at home against Jacksonville in the playoffs. And uh, they had a good team then, and that was the start of all the Lev Bell crap. So, uh, you know, just, and now it's the start of all the Juju crap. And then Claypool couldn't keep his mouth shut either. So uh, not a great look for my Steelers. But uh, w- we'll see moving forward. You know, I think Ben's going to come back for uh, another year. And I don't know, hopefully we can get his replacement. But at least my Rockets don't have their best player uh, anymore either. So been a great week for me. Um, all right, so let's start with the games that are happening this divisional round here, Bubba. We've got the Rams on the road against the Packers. The spread is Green Bay by six and a half. Forty-five and a half is the over. How do you see that one going? It's going to be a cold one. The frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, Green Bay minus six and a half, because eventually Aaron Rodgers is going to throw on these boys. Give them enough time; it will happen. You can't run the ball with Acres all day long. They're going to score. Give me Green Bay, but give me the under in this one because it'll be slow going for a while there. Eventually, Green Bay will break through. So Green Bay, under. Uh, all right, Green Bay and the under. How about Baltimore at Buffalo? Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Fifty-and-a-half is the line on this one. And this this is the game I think that everyone has circled to watch. The Saturday night game uh, should be a great one. Yeah, they actually got the Saturday night game. It screamed like early Sunday game. But um, they got it, and on paper, this looks like the best game. I'm going Bills. I'm thinking maybe last week they got the, the monkey off their back. They're comfortable. Give me Bills on the and the over, and the best part about this is it might get some snow. Uh, there's just so much coolness coming out of this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Joe and I were talking on LineStar about this game, and um, you know, uh, I said, look, I would think that the snow, and it would be Lamar Jackson's first snow game ever, I, you would think that that would shade towards uh buffalo because you know i mean josh allen played in wyoming but all i anytime i hear people say that specifically about a quarterback i think back to mike vick just tearing green bay apart it always helps the offense because the defender can't react fast enough right right and uh 
And, and I just remember him absolutely lighting up Green Bay and, and winning that playoff game. That was uh, that was an insane game. Uh, how about Cleveland on the road at Kansas City? Kansas City, double-digit favorite here by 10, 57 and a half is the over the largest over of the week. How do you see it going? I expect a lot of offense in this game. The Chiefs defense has been bad the last month or so. We know the Browns defense ain't great either. Give me Cleveland plus 10 and the over. Kansas City wins the game, but they might come out a little sluggish or at least leave the back door open. It's going to be Cleveland and the over. Yeah, I took uh, – I'm, I'm absolute opposite of you. I took Casey and the under. Uh, Welsh took Cleveland and the under in this one. I just, you know – Kansas City has been, they have been playing bad defense, but I, I just, I don't think with two weeks rest and with what Cleveland's got there, I just don't see Cleveland being able to keep pace. I, you know, 35, 17, 35, 10, that hits the under and blows this out, out of the water too. So uh, you, you think Cleveland's going to put out, how, how many points you got Cleveland putting up in this one then? At least 21 to 24, 21 to 24. So three touchdowns. Kareem Hunt get all those touchdowns. Revenge narrative. Are we going there? Are we going revenge narrative. Kareem Hunt. He yeah, said, hey, I don't. Sorry, he's had this game circled. He predicted a playoff game versus Kansas City earlier in the year. That was just the rumor. Okay, here's the thing that I don't like about this revenge narrative. This particular one is you just don't be a total dick, and you're still on the Chiefs. You're still there back. They don't have to use a first round pick. Have a ring. Yeah, you have a ring. Uh, they don't have to draft Clyde Edwards to and, and all that stuff. So uh, I was just, I was surprised to hear uh, Kareem Hunt say some stupid stuff like that. I, I, don't, I don't like if you want a narrative. Yeah. The Browns are the Browns. That's the narrative from last week. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. That's that. And that's true narrative, you know, is uh, some idiot uh, said, said something uh, about your team and gave you bulletin board material I mean, that's just so stupid by Juju. And uh, I just, I don't understand what he could possibly be thinking. So, yeah, I mean, but hey, you know what? I also uh, love him laying out Vontez perfect. So I'll take the good with the bad. So, uh, but I don't even know. I mean, who knows where Juju is going to be playing his football in 2021? Because So he's leaving town. Oh, he wants to play for a contender. Is that what he said? Yes. Okay. Well, then uh, if he leaves, he leaves. Uh, I mean, I'm, if he dies, he dies. You know, I'm kind of at that point with, with Juju. I, I love the kid, but Jesus, you got to grow up at some point. Uh, how about Tampa Bay at New Orleans? The third matchup of Brady versus Breeze in Breeze's farewell tour here. The Saints are at home and favored by three. 51 and a half is the overbub. How do you see it going? Something screams under just because they've seen each other so much and they kind of slowed down. I'm taking the over 51 and a half, but give me Tampa Bay plus three. Tampa Bay plus three. Brady gets it done in the dome over 51 and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Welsh is right there with you. And it, it feels trappy, right? Because we saw New Orleans smoke Tampa Bay twice this year. And I know in the first game it was week one and really Tampa Bay beat themselves. Uh, you know, they had, uh, I think Brady threw three picks. There was a couple uh, special teams, flubs, all that good stuff. So, but I, I just, I think the bucks are playing their best football right now. And um, I don't think the saints are, you know, only putting up 21 points on the bears and the bears defense is good, but it hadn't been as good as of recent. 
So I was a little surprised to see that. So uh, when we come back, we're going to end out the show. We're going to get the third leg of our ITL parlay. The Welsh has got Tampa Bay, New Orleans over. I've got Green Bay minus six and a half. Bubba's going to pick a leg of that as well. See if we can win you guys some money. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. It's in this league on the sports grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- in this league. In the dark. Welcome back, everybody. You hear endless love. You guys know what that means. It is the end of the three-hour tour of In This League on the Sports Grid. Please follow all of us on the Twitter if you would. At Bogman Sports for me, at BDentric for Bubba. So we're going to do this ITL parlay here. We didn't even do one last week. We kind of missed the boat on that. But, uh, you know, it looks like you probably would have screwed us in that one anyway uh, from last week. <laughs> I've been real nice about the Browns, Bogman. I've been real nice. <laughs> yeah, well, at least my team made the playoffs. Uh, Green Bay by six and a half is my pick. Tampa Bay in New Orleans, 51 and a half is the over. That is what the Welsh is picking. And Bubba, let's light this fire. What are you going with? And mine would have been the Tampa Bay over, but the Welsh got that. So I'll take Tampa Bay plus three. It seems sketchy, but I'm going Tampa Bay. They win this one outright, I believe, but I'm going Tampa Bay plus three in this one. Brady gets it done in the dome. Do you want to see Brady win a ring with the Bucks, or would you prefer not to see Brady win a ring? No, I prefer to see Brady losing Lambeau to Aaron Rodgers. That's what I prefer to see. Okay. I, I Look. You, I think you're going to get your chance. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping you get your chance too, but actually I hope the saints win because you know, not only do we, none of us need to see Brady win uh, another championship, by the way, either way, an old man gets to retire in Lambeau field. That's very true. Uh, Rodgers will end either one of them. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, I, I hope, uh, I hope it's not the bucks. Uh, I don't want to see, I really don't want to see Antonio Brown win a ring. Uh, oh, that would be. What's worse, Antonio Brown winning a ring or the Browns beating the Steelers? Antonio Brown winning a ring. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, just his exodus and his craziness. Like, I get it. You know, the guy has issues and all that stuff. But, boy, does he burn a bridge. What, yeah, if he you see, what if it's Tampa Bay, Kansas City in the Super Bowl? Bell, Brown. Oh, well, Bell is nothing. Uh, I actually answered this on the black book. Bell is nothing, so he doesn't matter. You know, like Clyde edwards would be back by the Super Bowl, and uh, Bell is not a big piece of that offense anyway. I thought, you know, I thought he was going to be good and had a shot to be, and he just hasn't been. So, uh, and, and so it's disappointing to me in particular because I was so vocal about him, but we got to go anyway. So, I hope uh, Tampa Bay loses. It's in this league on the sports grid. We'll see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody.